Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no. She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to Boobays. Boobays, that's right. We're your host. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And we are here to talk to you about kind of like a cult classic. Not is it a cult classic? I feel like it's just an iconic. I, mm, I don't know about cultish. It could have a cult following. I know that I chose it, so I really like it. Yeah. But I would say iconic. Yeah. Iconic and I think mainly and because of like the historical. Yeah, because of where it pulls of. its reference from. Yeah. Um, cause everybody kind of knows the legend of, of Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Um, I feel also like the names tied to it, Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, Christina Ritchie, like, Half you know, the cast of Harry Potter. Christopher Walken, you know, uh, at least Christopher Lee, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's just so many names that like just off the top of my head, I'm trying to think Casper Van Dien, Michael Gamden, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are like. Really, Richard Griffiths? Really, really, who? Huh? Richard Griffiths, who Richard played Griffiths. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, 1999 um, was is loosely based off of Washington Irving's 1820 short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. And it's kind of like this uh, gothic supernatural horror film yeah. that really just, um, it's kind of like, there's, I I feel I feel like it encapsulates a lot of things that I like in movies, um, or the style of movies is this like this horror. It's like fantasy, whimsical, mm, almost yeah, in a way, whimsical, uh, with a little say. romance mixed in there. Yeah. Uh, but with also like a who done it murder mystery. Yeah, that's which true. Because it does have like you thinking. All of my favorites throughout <laughs> multiple points yeah in you're time. trying to like, think of like what's going on like i definitely i because i i had seen this before mm-hmm. but it had definitely been one of those films that had been so long that i was like things get lost i don't remember who mm-hmm. it is so at one point i was definitely suspecting katrina mm-hmm. like whenever she was in the room and she was like where were you yeah i missed you i was like that's sus as fuck that's weird yeah weird girl vibes that's suspicious yeah and so at that point in time, yeah, I was like, I suspected her. I did suspect the stepmom 
from the start because the moment the moment Katrina said that she used to be her mom's like nurse Mm -hmm. and then is now married to the dad I was like nah yeah nah that's us that's also red flag yeah Mm -hmm. I was like that's uh sounds like she if nothing else she at least killed your mom yeah there's some kind of mischievous like some wrongdoing going on yeah some uh puppet mastering but uh yeah like this movie kind of just also just opens right into it we get this like you know credits kind of going ghostly oz uh, yeah ghostly oz the music is very you know whimsical very uh, tim burton Burton. it's danny elfman danny Mm -hmm. elfman and tim burton go hand in hand yeah and danny elfman's made Many a beautiful, wonderful, incredible soundtracks, uh, which mm-hmm. are mostly attached to Tim Burton, Tim Burton. Film, films. Yeah, um, but he's also has such a just giant repertoire, and he's he's incredible. Love Danny Elfman. And uh, we got that music going, and there there's a writing of a letter happening, or what you can see is a last will and testament, essentially. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> we got. I this thought it was blood dripping too at first. Oh yeah. I was like blood dripping already. And then I was like, oh, it's a wax. And stamp. then I was like, J.K. It's wax yeah um i've always like really liked letters too with the wax stamp like that's oh, pretty yeah that's pretty boss it's so neat mm-hmm. wax stamps Ad- are adornment cool it's hell. really cool and so it's got the van garrett name attached to it and then um we get this um i'd say rather old man um leaving this hand and going and hurrying up into a horse and buggy and he's and obviously jack the pumpkin king oh yes Jack the Pumpkin King. He's a part of the story too, which is a part of Tim Burton's. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it looked identical to him, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, a little I odd. Like that was intentional. Not, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, wait, when did Nightmare come out? I don't know. Ninety. Google it. Eight. Um, Ninety four is when it came out. I believe it came out the same year I was. We were born. Gotcha. Nightmare. And so he's ninety three. Uh, Ninety three. Wow, we weren't even born. Yep. Maybe we're we were dead. conceived. Yeah, maybe. Could have been in the womb. Um, and so we do have um, all of this going on. It's escalating quickly because he gets in a horse and buggy and he's going and it's Haya and he's got a driver, a rainer, a horser. What is yeah, that called? I'm thinking that's his son. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Trying yeah. to get away with him because they kept saying they were both killed that night. Yeah. Um, and so his son was like the horse and buggy driver. Dad was mm-hmm. sitting inside. And yeah, they were racing away. Then we, you know, it's a really ominous scene too. Mm-hmm. Lots of thunder. And then we get some horse whinnying. Whining? Whinnies. Whinnies? Whinnies. Whinnies? Yeah. Whinnies, hornies, whinnies. Hornies. <laughs> I've had horsies. Have you ah. ever seen a horse's penis? I, no, I they don't think so. They touch the ground. I don't think I want to see it. They're so long. I can imagine. That's what they say. I drove past one on a truck once and I was oh. like, and it was that? Horny? And I was like, oh my God, that's its, that's its penis. It was that's scary. bizarre. And it puts it in the other horse? Why is it so long? I don't know. Uh, because they have to like the way they mount, right? Yeah, probably. It has it's to like reach. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a little mind of its own. It's like the thing off of Poltergeist yeah. coming out of the closet. <laughs> and so that's what you really saw <laughs> Ew, coming out of the horse's horse. penis. <laughs> it was. Uh, and just like this movie, there's also a uh, portal to the netherworld. Oh, I was like, what? Just like this movie, no. there's also horses? There penis? are horses, though. There's lots a lot of, of horses. horses. <laughs> they all do have penises. And they Unless all they're lady weigh. horses. Then yeah. they have vaginas. I would assume so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the horse anatomy, actually. Female. I'm not a gor- horse girl. I'm not an equestrian uh, fanatic. I'm pretty sure horses have, like, pretty, and like, 
they look pretty sim- similar anatomy wise. Oh, really? To a vagina. I wouldn't know. Yeah, because when they're pregnant and stuff, I'm pretty sure it looks kind of like one. Before they give birth. Um, and so I digress. We we are back onto this uh, situation. Um, we hear the horse weenies, weenies, um, <laughs> going on in the background, and you start to hear like a little galloping of a horse as well. And then the next thing we know is our fucking son has got his head chopped off. Who's you know driving the buggies? And the old man noticing this and just like leaves, dips. He's like, I'm done. He was like. Getting out of here. Out. He jumped right out, tuck and rolled. Although, do you think that you would really be that safe outside? No, but I wouldn't want to be in a horse-drawn carriage that That's crashes. Right. That's true, because so, that would probably be a lot more of a mess. the horses would probably still <laughs> But it's kind of like pick your poison, you know? Because it's yeah. like either way, it's not a good situation, I guess. Something but, bad is going to happen. Yeah. But he, I definitely wouldn't want to be in that wheat or cornfield. That's what I was about to say. He ends up getting in there and sees the um, scarecrow, pumpkin skeleton, Jack Skeleton, mm-hmm. scarecrow. Yes. That's what I was trying to say. Oh. Scarecrow. My bad. Like Skellington was yeah, right. <laughs> but scarecrow. And um, as he's kind of looking at it, we hear the whinnies again and the horseman pops up. But we don't really see the horseman, but we do get the blades chopping his head off and the <laughs> blood squirts all over the pumpkin. It was funny. Yeah, it was pretty. It's a little campy at some point. Yeah, it's, it's I liked, I did like the way that the blood looked on the um actual jack o' lantern. Mm-hmm. It was just the it was the way that the head went bloop. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the times the head just the <laughs> head's just kind of boop. Oh, getting attacked by the plant. Trees falling over. Is it a tree? Um, it's a fern. It's a plant. This is not a fern. Not a fern. Okay, that's good go. now. I think it's. It's, it's the poltergeist. They're still here lingering. I think, I think it's because my cord's attached. To oh. It. Well, you guys, Caitlin's figuring that out. Okay, you know what? Where's we're the cord gonna, at? We're just going to be friends. <laughs> there gonna, we go. We'll, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> and so <laughs> he ends up, uh, then we get cut to NYC, <laughs> 19, or 1799. The way it just kept falling and falling and falling. It's okay. I it think it's good now. Yeah, it can't go anywhere else. there. 1999. No, it's 1799. 1799. But I also just messed that up to my bad. <clears throat> that's like, when I saw that, I'm just like, wow, that's such a long time ago. Like, but not, but still, like, yeah. it's like the world in 1799. And they were like, about, and they were all thinking like, it's the turn of the century, a new millennium, 1800s. Yeah. And I'm like, that's still 1800 though. That's like, so, yeah. we were not going you're, anywhere. We're still really not. Far behind. The, yeah. yeah. Um, but we are but introduced in their realm of things. They, they are. are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're introduced to Ichabod Crane. Um, I call him Itchy throughout the itchy. whole thing because I just shortened it to Itchy. I think I just call him Crane. Crane. Mainly uh, because Ichabod. It's just a lot. Yeah. Ichabod, and my Ichabod. phone kept autocorrecting yeah, to other things. Same. And I was same. like, I can't handle. I even still have it spelled wrong here. Ichabod. It says Ichabod. Itch- Ichabod. Itchy buns. It just made me think of Itchy bun. Ichiban. So that's why I called him Itchy. Uh-huh. Itchy. Um, and so Itchy um, kind of pops up and he's they're asking some people on horses are asking, is that you, Ichabod Crane? And he's like, yeah. And someone else, because there's this little floating mm-hmm. waterlogged body. Yeah. Corpse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nasty looking. Yeah. I was like, oh. And they get him out of the water and uh, take him in. And uh, he really wants to. He's. I guess on the turn of being what is we would now have a mortician, a morgue, you know, someone who opens up a body, a physician, and looks at the anatomy and finds out a cause of death. And also, yeah, 
also just a crime scene investigator. Yeah. 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 He's really trying to carry out like all the actual true judicial roles Mm -hmm. and stuff with finding and achieving actual justice. Because as we see, as he gets into the, uh, like a prison ward kind of area. Yeah. The guy in charge is just like basically burned the body for one. Yeah. He doesn't care. And uh, we have this guy come in who was accused of what? Robbery, I yeah. believe. And they just throw him into a... Yeah. And he was like clearly beaten up, like way, like super mm-hmm. harsh misuse of... Um, Police force brutality. Yeah. 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 Super brutal. And they just throw him in this pit, like on his head too. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. A very clear mistreatment of the judicial system. Mm-hmm. And then we flash to a courtroom. Yeah, and uh, we have Itchy, and he's talking to a council of I was city folk. I don't know, you yeah. know, the people in charge apparently, like a judge. Yeah, um, who is of course Christopher Lee, mm. um, who has been in so many movies, R.I.P. Um, and I love his voice. His voice, for one, is just like it carries, like it has such resonance. Yeah. Anytime I hear him talk, I'm just like, <gasps> I feel Sends like a I'm nice little shiver, down or I'm getting spine. scolded or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, it's she's just trying to say, you know, like we're at the turn of the millennium. It's about to be the 19th century and we really should start, you know, using our heads and reason and logic to finding things out. And like you said, finding justice as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, doing it the old school way or, you know, just, just not doing it at all. Really. Yeah. And so, you know, everybody in there is just kind of like he he's really much at this point kind of like the, the, the rebel rouser, the someone who is really going against the status quo. And as opposed to um, them, you know, telling him, you know, we're just going to throw you in the, you know, jail cell for being, you know, causing a ruckus. We're actually going to give you something to do. And I feel like it's 50-50. They're like basically trying to like send him somewhere else because they don't want to deal with him. Yeah, because they don't like how they don't like change clearly. And he is trying to change things for the better. Like he was being a very pivotal point in like societal and trying to bring new and exciting ways new to age solve ideas. things yeah. Yeah. to this city, which was a, you know, major city. Like it would make sense yeah, for them for to sure. still do stuff like that in Sleepy Hollow. Which but was not, not the case. No, they were more logical. <laughs> Even at that, but well, kind as of. opposed to ghost stories. But, yeah. but they ended up being more open to his ways of how he does things yeah. in, the, in the sense that they were so close-minded that he couldn't even perform his ways of doing yeah. things, you know? And maybe maybe that <clears throat> had to do with a certain amount of education. And, well, mm-hmm. and I'd say that, but then that proves to not be the case for <laughs> Americans yeah. today. Well, um, yeah. But I think just they didn't really know to also question him. And then at this point, they were probably at their wits end and like, please, just for the love of God, save us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The people in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. And so he gets this, you know, task, journey, mission, and we get a title card. And they say, well, they say, use your experiments oh, right. to find the murderer there and bring him here to face our good judgment. Mm-hmm. Which they were basically saying like, yeah, get the hell out of here. And then we're it's still like going to do our good judgment. Well, it's like a wild goose chase, you know, as well. They're basically just giving him some. And they're threatening work. him. Oh, yeah. Too, because they're like, it's you now, Crane, who are being put to the test. And if you don't figure this out, like. Mm-hmm. 
You're the, fucked. And even everything, like, you say that you can do all these things, and they're basically just testing him, just like you said as well. Like, either it's kind of like a win-win for them because it sends him away, and if he fails, then it's, like, even more so, like, reason for them not to give him any type of, you know, exactly, et- yeah. ethos. You know, he's not credible in any way because he's obviously failed in what he's trying to prove. Yeah, um, exactly. And I love how, going back to the title card, mm-hmm. that the Sleepy Hollow came up as we were heading towards to Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Yeah, it so it's nice. perfect timing. I, I like, like the way it came up. It was very wispy. And, yeah. You know, it's really uh, ghosty. And like, then you get your like subsequent credits. Credits, yeah, at this point, as opposed to getting them at the beginning film. Actresses. Because mm-hmm. we got like some credits with like the producers and saying like yeah. Tim Burton film and but these music were by the, Danny Elfman and stuff like that. This was the actual cast. Actually, Danny Elfman was a little bit later and it was during this these credits yeah there we got because that. this is where we get the main cast and stuff yeah um and we do uh open up to itchy as well um on his way there looking at his journal and the He's holes in his hand looking at the holes in his hands which Ew. is kind of like a flash or a, a, a foreshadowing of you know information that we're gonna get obviously yeah throughout the movie of why this or how, why he has those scars and he ends up getting into town and as he's walking in it's kind of like that really old school vibe of like the new stranger in town and everybody's closing their windows yeah. like you know just not I a big welcome party also due to due in part to the fact that like that the it murders. was getting dark oh true yeah and that they were like ooh, we gotta close up shop before the horseman gets here yeah and take someone else's <clears throat> head it's like a curfew like scream yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. and maybe not and then also i think half the town was at the at van tassel's house yeah that's true uh, because even though we have all these murders going on, we are still finding a reason to party and celebrate. Exactly. Also, mm-hmm. that carriage couldn't have taken him any further. I know. Yeah, it's still like on like, the edge of town. What the fuck? Because then he had to walk all the way to the Van Tassel house, and that was so, I was like, man, this this fool's been walking for a while. The now. carriage like, dude <laughs> was like, nah, I've heard about this town. I ain't getting mixed up with yeah, this. Yeah, like shit. we're gonna leave. I'll come back for you. You just send and, it a little yeah. telegram. Exactly. I'll come get you. Um, three weeks later. Exactly. <laughs> and so uh, that's whenever we have him, like we said, getting to this house and there's a party going on. Uh, before that, I we did see kind of that there's um a, a watch post. We see some oh, interaction yeah. between the old Mastiff and young Mastiff. Mastiff. sorry. Talking to each other. Um, and then we have him getting to that house party and we walk in on them playing, you know, the witch game, uh, who's the witch or f- trying to f- suss out a witch. Yeah. Uh, Christina Ritchie who plays Katrina is the one who's trying to find the witch and she ends up like bumping into him and she's a real slut because immediately she don't even know who the fuck he is. And she's supposed to be with Brom. It's just like, well, are you Brom? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, just in case here you go or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think she said, are you Theodore? Which was yeah. another friend there. But I think that's like the whole intention of the, the game. game. Is it to kiss? Yeah. Person? Oh, I didn't know that. I think it is. Oh, I didn't know. I think like who will kiss because she says the pickety witch, the pickety witch, who will kiss the pickety witch. Oh, okay. And then so you get like kissed by the witch and then I think it's like your turn and you ah. become. So it's just, it's like spin the bottle. I thought she was a slut. <laughs> I think that was the, the intention. Mm. But you know, she also didn't give two shits for bra. She didn't really. And later on, she was we like, find out. Yeah, I she, cried for him. But, but I'm not heartbroken. Yeah. I don't feel nothing. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> it's been like a day. Yeah. I was like, damn, bitch, you savage. And so he ends up meeting, of course, Brom, who walks up and is like, whoa, 
that's my woman. And then we have him meeting the Van Tassels, the wife and the husband. And the husband's like, you know, can y'all please not rough house in here or draw attention to yourselves? I'm trying to throw a party so, you know, everybody can, you know, be light in the mood because of everything going on. Yeah. And that's when he gets to introduce himself as, you know, the help that has been sent to solve the mysteries as to who is murdering the people in their town. And, of course, the stepmother, Mrs. Van Tassel, is, is, you know, She's just like, well, since you're here to help, you must honor us and stay with us. Yeah. Which is just another way that we do find out later for her to, you know, keep, keep an tabs. eye, keep tabs, keep yeah. them close. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And then, so then they pull him aside and pull him into um, a little side room meeting mm-hmm. with all of the... The councilmen, council, Yeah, like the, the reverend, the clergy... Or, is that the same thing? The reverend, the magistrate, magistrate. the notari- the notary, notary yeah. the doctor. And the doctor, yeah. And then Mr. Van Tassel. It gave very Edward Scissorhand vibes here, too, mm, as mm. he was, like, picking up one of his little utensils or instruments and stuff. Yeah. I was like, aw. Feels, feels also like Tom that. Burton, also yep. Johnny Depp. And so. It, I did not get everyone's name until way later. Oh, yeah. Because they said him so quickly, and I was like, I'm not. I didn't either. I just know that the doctor's name is Thomas Lane. Mm-hmm. And then there was the reverend and the magistrate and the notary. That's what I kind of basically went with them the whole time. I never really uh, wrote their name down yeah. next to their notes. I was just like, oh, this person. Uh, but they are talking to him. And that's whenever he's asking questions. They're kind of explaining what's been happening. Uh, but he does end up saying something along the lines of like, well, because he's trying to be like, well, I know what's going on here. And the heads have been, you know, were, were cut off and removed and whatever. And the people... And that's whenever they they tell him, well, they were cut off, but they also were never found. Like, yeah. there are no heads at all. That's the thing. Yeah. And he's Just like, oh, that's weird. And we're going through the, they're also going through the three people who've been killed mm-hmm. thus far. Three that we know of. Van Garrett. Old man Van Garrett. Yeah, we get Peter and Dirk Van Garrett. Mm-hmm. As well as the widow Winship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's whenever they do try to explain to him as well that, They are spooked because they believe this to be the headless horseman who used to be a Hessian, um, a merciless mercenary sent by the Russians or the Germans, I believe, to keep the U.S., um, you know, loyal to whatever, whatever, you know, the crown. I don't know. The crown. Yeah. Yeah. And so they basically are just describing him as like, you know, he uh, came, but not as loyal, not for his loyalty to his country but more so because he just was bloodthirsty and a love of carnage and carnage and wanted to kill and so he didn't meet his demise until the winter of 79 which was 20 years earlier to the time period that we're in right now and he filed down his teeth he filed down his teeth that's right and his horse was named daredevil Mm, yeah funny lots of ties to satan satan and so that's whenever we do have that also his screaming sorry the whole time oh, it's yeah. just like Rah! Oh, I love. Oh, Rah! And, then, and this is when we do see it's Christopher fucking Walken. Yeah, so a great role. <laughs> uh, he did such a good job he of playing did. this role. It was just and funny. just looking like a lunatic. Yeah, for the most part, for real. Um, and so he Crazed. ends up meeting his demise by getting ran off by these soldiers that are following him, shooting at him. Goes into the woods, tries to hide. Essentially, bumps into these two little twin girls and shushes them so they make no noise. But one of the little twin girls just snaps her twig, so he ends up getting caught. And he ends up, you know, after killing a few guys, gets murdered himself. And they cut off his head and with it's his like, own sword. With his own sword. And it's this whole thing while the little girl is watching and the whole time 
that's a whole thing because it's foreshadowing and this little girl obviously is going to come into play later on in the movie. Yeah. Um, and he does get killed. So that's how the legend was started because, you know, basically as his body was, you know, put into a grave on this land, it created then a seed of evil that has now come into fruition and he is now back to reclaim and take his revenge. Now the Hessian awaits. Mm-hmm. He's ready. Yeah. And then basically... Ichabod's just saying like, like this is what a the fuck? bunch of rubbish. And then he was like, I've got books and stuff. And then this is where the, the reverend, reverend is like, this is the only book. This is the only book you need. The big ass holy Bible. Yeah. God, it was massive. Holy Bible. It was like no translation. Like the size of this yeah. <laughs> pillow in my lap. It's the, the right. The letters are this big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he added his own. <laughs> yeah, chapters. maybe. <laughs> and we do have him opening up. We do get like a really short and fast glimpse of the Van Tassel Van Garrett family tree. Um, but it's really fast, but it's also just another thing of foreshadowing because that's definitely going to come and play later. Uh, and itchy just is basically like, well, I don't believe in any of that. And with my reasoning, I will find the person and the culprit who is murdering the people in this town and i will bring them to justice the assassin is a man of flesh and blood mm-hmm. and i will discover him um so i guess i will simultaneously as this is going on we do have um flames going out at mm-hmm. the watch post and we do have the person who is watching which is old mass beth yes. um uh kind of the lookout he is getting spooked because we do see the sheep of flock running away or the flock of sheep my bad running away i think it might have been deer was it deer it doesn't matter but (laughs) i don't know yeah Uh a a herd of something comes and it Mm -hmm. runs and it looks spooked it's clearly running from something Mm -hmm. and so they end up um this the we don't hear anything. That's right. Because we just hear a gunshot go off. We don't see anything. My bad. We hear a gunshot go off. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, what's happening? And, uh, unfortunately for Mazbeth, he's getting chased down yeah. by the horseman and ends up getting his head chopped off. Yep. Bloop! Right Lopped off. Right off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I do like this, the heads popping off in the movie. The it's way fun. that it goes. Yeah. Bloop. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like rolls. I mean, it's entertaining for yeah. sure. And so and very kitschy and whimsical, like mm-hmm. you said. And the next day, or I don't even know if it's the next day at this point, but we do have at some point. In time, yeah, yeah. Someone firing off. And they're like, murder. There's been murder. There's another one. There's another one. The and town crier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, Ichabod, Mr. Crane is getting introduced to his horsey mm-hmm. gunpowder, gunpowder and lead. Yeah, cute. Mm -hmm. And then whenever he, like, gets on his horse to ride over to there to find um, the body, Masbeth's body, yeah. I love how as he rides up, he's like, it's okay, I'm here now. Yeah. And it's like, bitch, no one was looking for you. No one was really looking for you, but okay. (laughs) And that's whenever he's inspecting the area. Um, He's like, why was the head removed? Talking to himself, kind of-ish. And they're kind of, like, trying to explain him what happened. And he's like... Kind of explaining what happened, but, like, uh, in his own way. Yeah, he's more so, like, really... <clears throat> Reenacting and stuff. Yeah, because he's, he's, like... he. Oh, he has some strides did you move the are body? gigantic. Yeah, and he, like, gallops around, acts like he's on a little yeah. pony, like Monty Python. Like, he came around this way, and, and then he, he circled he, back mm-hmm. for the head. Um, he also told them, never move the body, and they're like, why? And he doesn't answer, and he's, he's like, because. because. <laughs> yeah. Which is correct. 
Yeah. But yeah, he just, he didn't know the reasoning yet yeah. and because, well, they didn't have fingerprint analysis at that yeah. point in time. But it's like, there is a reason though. And I don't know yet. And then also moving the body can cause the blood to pull in different ways yeah. and can, you know, just, it, you can should never move the body. The evidence. You should never move any evidence. Don't touch the crime, crime scene. scene. Yeah. Don't touch it. And so that's whenever he does bring out his little duffel bag and it's got all of this little science stuff. It's really cute. It's all like he has a little chemistry set in I his know, bag. It was so fun. And he ends up like. It's like a makeup set. Yeah. Opened up, had tears. And, it's, and then like, uh, wow. throws some like potion chemical thing onto the body like in the neck area and it's like oh there's a chemical reaction so that means it was cut with like steel or something like that yeah or... he said the wound was cauterized instantly as if yeah. the blade was red hot that's right and there, but there's no scorched flesh mm-hmm. um we also do kind of get like the little sense here he's he's a bit squeamish yes yeah for someone who's in this field of work yeah because oh yeah as he lifts a up a bug the, pops out or something yeah a little beetle like crawls out of the neck flap mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh he which was pretty gross it was gross i was like ew uh, it should have been maggots, but it wasn't there long enough. Yeah. And so fast forward a little bit It is now Jonathan Masbet's funeral. Um, he's getting buried. Everybody of course is there to pay their respects. Um, and we do also get to meet young Masbeth yep. who introduces himself and is essentially just saying like, I have nobody, everybody is dead and I would like to help you. I would like to avenge my father. Can you believe my new daddy? Yeah. Please yeah. adopt me. Thank you. Essentially. <laughs> um, You're this random new person. You you can have me. And <laughs> of course, Itchy kind of like he he denies him at first because he's like, I don't want to be res- as anyone would be like, I don't want to be responsible for the child. Yeah. Like no, you seem like, you know, a basket case. Yeah. Not a basket case. So it's a thing like a charity case. Sorry. Yeah. Because then he was like, well, what about your mother? And he was like, my mom's in heaven. She's so. dad. <laughs> yeah. She's dead. And so that's whenever we do have uh the. Oh, what is he? He's the magistrate. The magistrate. Come um, up and mm-hmm. gives him a little hint. And he's like, let me tell you that there are four graves, but there are five victims. Yep. Five people in these four graves. So it kind of makes Itchy scratch his head and he's like, huh. And at that point, immediately, I'm like, obviously someone's pregnant. Yeah. Um, and we did know that the widow was one of the people who were dead. But at this point, he exhumes other bodies because he needs to investigate. Yeah. Um, For, you know, I guess for proof. And he does... Um, open her body up and she, well, one, he goes to the doctor's thing and they have the whole thing where he's like, you know, having his little back and forth with the doctor and he needs the operating room, but he does cut her open. Um, and as he's doing so, it kind of looks like he's also, like we said, he's learning, he's reading a book and he's trying to like, trying to figure it out. Um, she had a lot of blood go everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It kind of seems like it was trial and error. A lot of error. Just maybe going too deep. Did eventually find what he was looking for because he comes out covered in blood yeah and they're like what the fuck and he's like (laughs) she was with child um and i mean they're all none of them really look shocked as well no nobody looks shocked because they all all fucking knew oh okay yeah okay well they were trying to bury that secret yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and i mean it they did do a good job with like really referring to her as the widow winship Mm -hmm. as well because you would think if it's a widow that she would be like not pregnant unless yeah. her husband had just died mm-hmm. but we you we don't know that and then we find out later why she was pregnant yeah which i think was important yeah. important there's a lot of people pulling strings here and yeah. a lot of them relying on nobody asking questions you know exactly yeah which is funny that they were so willing to go with him <laughs> because he's only asking questions 
Hey there, homeowners. Is it time to give your yard a complete makeover this summer? Villani Landshapers, a local family-owned business, has been transforming landscapes for more than 20 years. Villani Landshapers specializes in landscape design build, retaining walls, outdoor living spaces, and so much more. Request your free consultation today and check out their gallery of residential work at villani-landshapers.com. From the host of the popular podcast, The Only One in the Room, Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins is a propulsive and vivid memoir about the journey to sobriety and self-love amidst addiction, privilege, racism, and self-sabotage. Best-selling author Holly Whitaker calls it an irresistibly delicious story. And MacArthur Foundation fellow and best-selling author Kiese Lehman says Stash is emotionally riveting. Buy Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins now, wherever books are sold. So we have this whole debacle with the child and now this has come to light and we have Itchy and he has a run in with the horseman at this point. Very like, you know, what we think is the horseman. That's true. Um, He ends up getting essentially pranked by Brom and a couple friends because they chase him and he's really scared out of his mind, like Mm -hmm. going through the woods. And he ends up I feel there's this moment where he's like, why am I running? Like, I myself don't believe this. Yeah. And he's like, no, let me face it because like i don't think that's a real ghost but then he has this like flaming pumpkin jack lantern that oh yeah duh <laughs> jack lantern because <laughs> it has the face and it gets thrown into his head yeah and he ends up falling off of his horse and bumping on the ground i'm surprised he wasn't more fucked up from that from that yeah yeah i really love too how like the the jack-o'-lantern like comes into the frame of like the camera and then goes because it gives very like 3d before 3d was a thing yeah it did Mm -hmm. and uh so of course as he's on the ground it doesn't take long for him to hear brahm and the other friends like laughing just like you know somewhere in the trees behind him so at this point he does know like okay this is just some fuckers like it's not even the real thing but he does still pass out yeah um which ends up making him go into this kind of like dream state and he ends up seeing what we do learn are repressed memories Yes, of his mother. His mother, yes. At first, I was like, what the fuck does my note mean? Because I just put dream of a woman doing what Van Tassel was doing at first. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? But what Katrina was doing, she had her, she had a blindfold on and was like, Ichabod. Searching. And like turning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the witch game. And so, yeah, I was like dreaming of some lady. Is she a witch? Question mark. And so she's like, um doing uh i think this is at this point she's already drawing in the sand right the little signs and then she shows him his flowers and she shows him um because he's there's a thunderstorm or something happening he's like a scared little kid as Mm -hmm. one does during a thunderstorm and she's showing him the little bird in the cage flippy thing i don't know what those are called but yeah i don't know an optical illusion basically Mm -hmm. of sorts where it's a little card tied in between two pieces of string and then it has one image on one side and another but whenever you spin the string mm-hmm. quickly it combines the images together yeah which is cool mm-hmm. it's like magic yeah and he ends up waking up yep and we also see the whole time that there's this like creepy man watching him oh that's or true. watching mm-hmm. over them as well mm-hmm. which I, I wasn't honestly expecting that to be his father mm. whenever we do get that bit of information yeah. I thought it was just like, like some priest yeah, weirdo dude just like 
watching over and like because you know there were actual witch hunts at this yeah. time mm-hmm. and stuff so it drives a little bit more makes a little more, even more personal when you find out that like that was his mom and dad yeah and his Crazy. father just fucking tortures her mm-hmm. jesus um and so we have um him walking in on Chris, on Katrina, right? At this point? Yeah, yeah. She mm-hmm. He goes down to like get a glass of water or That's something right. and then sees that Katrina is in the next room over reading. Mm-hmm. And we find out that she's reading her mother's books and stuff because she hides it. And he goes, t- like books that you need to hide. Mm-hmm. And he, he sa- she says, my father believes tales of romance caused the brain fever she died of two years ago about talking about in reference to her mother. Yeah. That these tales of romance is what killed her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. no. Uh, <laughs> what killed her is a lot more closer to you than what you think. Yeah, it's actually your tale of romance uh-huh. that uh, killed her. And so we do have. I think he brings up at this point. You know, um, he that he had seen the family tree, and he's like, "Why didn't anybody tell me that the Van Garrets and the Van Tassels were closely related?" And she's like, "Well, there's not a house in this, you know, town that isn't related through either blood or through marriage." And I was like, "Sounds incestuous, but it does, okay." But it's the olden days. It's 1799. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. probably it was acceptable to marry like your first cousin. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we do get a really important backstory um that we understand is that mr her dad barrett van tassel um baltus baltus sorry yeah baltus van tassel was poor and he ended up getting a cottage and some land gifted to him by the van garretts um which he then used to amass his fortune that he has now today and so he was able to turn that around humble farmer yeah um and so she's like, you know, let me, let me, should I take you to our cottage? And he's like, yeah. But before they go, she also gives him a book and mm-hmm. he does notice that it's like a spell book essentially. And she's like, it will protect you. Yeah, and she says, keep it close to your heart. Mm-hmm. It is sure to protect you from harm. And it's a good thing that he keeps it quite mm-hmm. literally on his, on his hot. left pocket, like flap on the inside of his jacket. Yeah. His little yeah. waistcoat. And uh, she does, at some point, as they're walking towards the cottage, she asks about his hands because she does see that they're scarred. Yeah. And, and he, he says he's had them ever since he can remember, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know why. Yeah. And so she ends up taking him to the old cottage and showing him, you know, it's basically in ruins. And she is explaining how she used to love being by the fireplace. And she's doing these little witchy things in the sand. And he immediately is kind of, like, shook because he's like, whoa, that's just, like, you know, what that lady in my dream was doing. Yeah, having flashbacks of sorts to mm-hmm. her. And then she explains, oh, and he notices the archer on the uh, the stone, and she's like, oh, it's been there since before we even got there. Like, mm-hmm. it was always there. And that's also a really, imp- there's just so many, like, little Easter eggs throughout yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, that's being. true. And she I says, guess because like, it's a whodunit, you end up going back, and you're like, ah, oh, hey, ah, that's this where they all. This all makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and she says, because, yeah, I think she points out the archer, Mm. saying, like, I've always loved, I've always loved this archer at the back here. I've always thought it was so cool and stuff. Yeah. she's sitting there playing in the (coughs) hearth. And, uh, oh, we do see a cardinal, Mm -hmm. which is also, like, the little bird that he had on his little flippy thing. And she does say that that he let go of one. Oh, yeah. He had one in captivity before he left New York City. That's right. He let one go. The cardinal plays a really important part, a role of, like, symbolism. And um, he does end up saying, well, like, oh, if you like that, let me show you this. And he shows her the little flippy thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and she's she, like, magic. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
everything uh, or what is it? It is truth, but truth is not always as it appears or something like that. Yeah. Because um, with it being an optical illusion, he can make it seem like it is magic, but it really is just something that is really quite, you know, benign, logical. Like, yeah. You know? And so we do have um, him coming back into town and it's nighttime now. And we do see that the councilmen, the older guys, minus Van Tessel, are kind of having this meeting, secret meeting and arguing as he's kind of, you know, being shady and looking outside the windows in. Um, and we do have the magistrate leaving and he seems yep. to be leaving off in a hurry. And he's telling him like, what, why are you, or sorry, you know, Itchy is asking him, why are you leaving? Where are you running from? And that's whenever the magistrate tells him that the widow told him that she was pregnant and asked him for advice. And that's whenever, what do we hear? Some horse winning. Horses yeah. winning. Some horse weaning. What is it? Winning. Winning. Winnies. Horse, horse winnies. winnies. But winning is, I guess, how you would say it. How you say it? As a oh. verb. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, but, yep, the horse winnies. Q and um, the man, the horseman wastes no time. He comes right towards the magistrate, and the magistrate's trying to run away, but he catches up to him and then shoop, lops his head right off. And of course, he made it to kind of the top of a small hill, and then the head just rolls right on down to Ichabod's crotch. Little crotch right on his pee pee. Yep, and, and his mouth is like, okay, what? what? And we do have the horseman circling back around as he usually does and just stabs the head and takes off with it. Right, right next to his crotch. Mm -hmm. So I can't tell if he passed out because his penis almost got stabbed or if he passed out maybe a little bit of It was all too much. Yeah. And he's also a little squeamish too. Yeah. So that just kind of sent him over the edge. And uh, that's whenever he, like, uh, what is it? Yeah, he ends up, oh, we cut to him being in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And they're all like, oh, my God. And he's like, oh, my God, it was a horseman. And he's terrified. He's shook. And it's so funny because they're, he's like, it was it was a horseman. It was a headless horseman. No, you, you, you didn't see. It's all real. It was all real. And they're like. We, yeah, no duh. We tried to tell you. We've been telling you this the whole time. We've all told you. And he was like, no, you don't understand. I saw him. You weren't there. <laughs> and then all of them are just like, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, yes. he, and then Itchy just passes out. He just passes out yet mm. again. And, and we get like, okay. flashbacks again. Yep. And then, yeah, it was basically like. Okay, his mom's a witch. Because mm -hmm, she's was like, been in the air. She's like summoning snow. I don't even uh, yeah, know no, what it is. Yeah, I was like, what? She can fly? And yeah. then also, I didn't understand why her boobies were so out. It felt very a... like sensual. Oh. All of the memories. And I was uh. like, this feels a little creepy for like a mom and son uh, situation. I think it's just men made the movie and they wanted yeah. her boobs out. True. Yeah. Um, and We started watching a bit <clears throat> of scary movie uh, the other day. Uh-huh. It was so funny. It was so spot on. Of like, what do you mean? Like scary movie in general. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. With just. Of like its jokes and how it plays yeah, on it. Yeah. 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 Just everything that it did. And it was it was really funny. And how they immediately ripped the girl's clothes off to show her boobs and stuff. I liked it. Anyways. And so we do have all of this kind of imagery going on with this long hall with the red door and everything's white around it. I There's call like it a the red room. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, and then like a, a red runway almost in a way. Yeah. And we do have red carpet. Um him watching the 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 man reprimand the her for doing witchcraft. Um and then it's 
But we don't see what happens yet. No, no, no. Yeah, we see her like we see him dragging her mm-hmm. like by the head. Yeah. Basically. And then down to the hallway, but we don't know yet if she's dead, if she's being tortured. But I mean, I guess it's pretty clear that that room mm-hmm. means blood. Yeah. Because death happens there. He ends up waking up and all of the people are kind of talking in like the downstairs area and like, you know, basically thinking, well, he's going to leave town as soon as he wakes up. But he comes out and he says, I need able able-bodied men because he is even more determined now to uh, uh, find out how and who and where and how this is all even happening who, what when where and why do i intend to find this i love dreams i love i love i love spy kids especially the two island of dreams best one and then it really was and then the music video at the end was so good <laughs> and so we do have basically her mic's not, or what was it she was supposed to her be, mic wasn't attached the entire time because it said it was actually her singing yeah because yeah. it's supposed to like uh the make her gadget. have the, the voice of britney spears the belt was supposed to have like the moves of shakira, shakira. yeah <laughs> oh my god i love that movie. classic i want to go watch it and so we do have them um Itchy's trying to connect the dots essentially as he's on the horse with young masbeth uh going to go to the woods, kind of go and find out, I guess, what was it? Like, they were trying to find, um, I didn't, oh, the grave, something. Yeah, yeah, know. they're basically like, we need to go find where in the hell the horseman coming is from. buried. Yeah, because yeah. that's going to at least lead us to something. Some answers. Yeah. Uh, which, but of course, young Masbeth is the only one who's like. Noticing that it gets eerily quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And out there, and he's just like. Because uh, at one point they're like in the middle of their conversation and he mm-hmm. goes, hey, wait, listen. And then Ichabod's like, I don't, hear, I don't anything. hear anything. And he was like, yeah, that's the whole fucking point. There's no crickets. There's no sound of There's anything. No, no birds, no bugs. And so he was like, it just even like the wind, like everything just went dead still. Yeah. And, and they're talking a while through all of that, too. They're talking about or before that, they were talking about an argument upstairs between father and son. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing that Masbeth young Masbeth knew and that then later that his father was called for by Van Garrett. Yeah. So that's a pretty important piece. Mm-hmm. And so it ties into the story that unfolds later on. Uh, mm-hmm. They do start to hear a humming. Yes. And at this point um, we do have them walking up to like a rock cabin situation cottage thing um and he's uh just using poor young man yeah just putting him up ahead of himself a little human uh, shield he does <laughs> and they end up walking in and i love how um he he walks in and he's just like hello uh, whatever you are doing whatever like thing you're into we're not here to judge we're just here to ask some questions because yeah. the whichever which which wh- wh- I, mean, I mean which which whichever yeah yeah whatever it is it's okay and she's like you're from the hollow and he ends up seeing like a dead cardinal yeah and for like, him already that's like a bad sign yeah um and he ends up telling young masbeth to wait outside mm-hmm. and he well actually she sends him out or, and that's she right. says yeah whatever you hear don't come in. Just keep away. Yeah. Yeah. And she um, starts performing a spell. Essentially she chains with herself potion. up too. Yeah. This was probably one of the creepiest parts whenever she was just like. Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> it's with the chains. I was like, damn, what, what's wrong with her? I think essentially she was trying to like Ooh. prove like, I can't do anything to you. I'm chained up. Like, yeah. 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 But she's making a potion. 
And I love how this movie has also two, like, both sides of, like, there's reason, but then there's magic. And then there's, like, the witch, the 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 witchy side of it has, like, its spells and the potions that they make. Because even Katrina makes, like, a potion almost later mm-hmm. to heal him. Yeah, definitely. But yet, she puts a crow's foot in it. But yet at the same way, whenever he pulled his stuff out earlier, he has his own potion yeah. stuff. But it's really just, like, chemistry and science. Yeah. You know? But they both have their versions. But anyways, she's doing this thing and making her potion stuff. And she starts she to cast a spell. And she ends up killing the bat, uses the blood, just tosses the bat. And she basically is calling the spirit of something. I don't even know. Yeah, I thought she was channeling the horse. I thought so too, but it doesn't seem. But it didn't seem that way whenever she turned into like a snake mouth. I don't know. But even the the eyes pop once again, giving like that 3D effect. Yeah. And the tongue coming out. It was funny. It was yeah. campy. Um, and she just starts, you know, saying, like, you have to f- take the in- follow the Indian trail and find the tree of the dead and climb yeah. down to his dressing place. And there you will, you know, basically find the answer to ending his tyranny. This curse. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She says, you seek the headless warrior bathed in blood. I like that line. Mm. Yeah. Sounds and like then tells him all that. It does. And. As she like lunged onto him too, I think her face got more terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some moments where it was campy. It was mainly the like yeah. part that I was like, okay. But then, well, even like her, the her her delivery, it gives very like uh, Hercules, like the face, like mm-hmm. the with the old yeah. witchy things with the eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. Yeah. yeah, and I mean overall, like again, and as I said, like whenever she chained herself up to, she was she was a very unsettling character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is, I mean, this is I a remember, family fun well, movie. I remember when I watched this when I was younger, and that part always like gave me the creeps. Yeah, Andrew mm-hmm. said it was this movie and like Signs were like one of the twos that scared him the most, and I was like, this movie definitely gave me the creeps when I was younger. Oh no, I definitely yeah. watched it and was like, cool. Yeah, it, yeah. it gave me creepies. But I think it was because I was also <laughs> exposed to. All this More stuff. scarier yeah. stuff, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Nightmare Before Christmas was one of the first movies like I ever that watched. That you ever watched, and, and that's essentially an animated horror film. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I think I was just very like, and I loved it even at you know mm-hmm. like the age of like four. So yeah, probably yeah. Shout out to Timmy Burton, Timothy yep. Button, Timothy Button. <laughs> and so we do have him climbing. Uh, he ends up leaving and he starts telling young Masbeth because young Masbeth is like, what, what happened? And he's like, I, I'll tell you, we'll figure it out. But as they're walking out, they do see this person cloaked in white and they're like, yep. Ugh, we're getting followed. So someone is on horseback. He tells young Masbeth to wait behind and he goes to search and he ends up running into no uh, one other than Katrina. Katrina. I almost called her Christina, but Katrina. And she says she came out because no one else would. And he says, I'm now twice the man. Yeah. It is your white magic. And I was like, "Eh." yeah. And then they were about to kiss. Yeah. This is where a lot of the movie too, I find like campy because it's almost like you're in this middle of a horror story, but yet you're getting the way that they talk. Like Jane Austen. mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. The way they talk. And so we do have. At one point he even says like, uh, you've bewitched me. Yeah. Are which, you a witch? Because you've bewitched me. Which reminds me of. But like. I Because oh, I said you may be a little bit of a witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why would you say that? And he mm-hmm. says, you've bewitched me. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like. Oh. That like. That line there made me go like. Ugh. But then like you've bewitched me body and soul. Mm-hmm. And like being said from the mouth of Mr. Darcy. I love. Yeah. So like I'm such a 
such such a sucker for it coming out of Mr. Darthy, Darcy's mouth. But hearing it here, I was like, no. It's different. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. And so that's whenever we do have young Masbeth coming out. And he's like, I think you guys should come check this out. He cock blocks him. Yeah, he does. But for a good reason. Because he fucking found the tree, tree of, of the, the dead. dead. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a big old monster. It does. Nice. Yeah. It looks very scary. And uh, what do we do? Immediately, Itchy starts hacking away with an axe at it. Yeah, because he touches it and it's covered in blood. Blood, yeah. And and as he starts hacking away at it, more and more blood is popping out. I love how blood works in this movie because it doesn't splat like the way it would in it's real life. Like, it's just like someone is very much like... Shh, with a throwing paintbrush, paintbrush. Yeah. yeah throwing it on him <clears throat> and i love how red At, it is in close range too. i love the blood in this movie is not the color of blood it's like really it's apple red, red. Yeah. yeah apple like your, candy red like your uh, uh thin, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like that and it's not like that gooey dark you like know almost pustulous, dark red garnet that blood is. color yeah. red mm-hmm. yeah um, but yes, as he's hacking away at the tree, we're getting all the tree bleeding and we're getting the squelching and then he, he hacks away enough and bam, find all the fucking heads, the heads, all the heads are there, which and is really scary in itself. It was whenever they were just like stacked there on top of each other. It yeah. Was like, ah! And then he says, this tree is a gateway between two worlds. Mm-hmm. And we figure out that this is how the horseman is clearly getting from A to B. Yes. From hell, hell. into the Earth. World. <laughs> Earth. I was like, are we going to do it again? <laughs> I couldn't. And so that's whenever he does go on top because he sees that the blade is up over on top of the tree area. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow, this is actually a grave. And the soil is loose. So someone has dug up this horseman and they get down there and they realize that the horseman's skull is not there. Yep. And so he's like, obviously, because this is obvious, whoever took the skull is the person who's controlling the, the horseman, horseman. Uh-huh. and he's gonna keep taking heads until his own is restored to him. Yeah, and who shows up other than the headless horseman? The horseman. Yeah, he yeah. comes out through the tree, and we get the heads like moving and sinking, and then he's. I do like how he comes in and out of like the tree. Burst. Yeah, he kind of like shrinks and, and then gets big. Yeah. Shroom? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I like that noise, <laughs> and that's whenever they're like, "Whoa!" But. Obviously, he's not even after them. So, like, he just kind of, like, eats and goes into the town. Yeah, he, like, not even Pays, phased by yeah, them. Mm-hmm. He's just like, giddy up, bye-bye. Yeah. It, does Itchy pass out again? Uh, no, that's at the end, my bad. Yeah, at the end, he yeah. definitely does. And so <laughs> that's whenever we do get to see that we're back at um the, 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 the village. Midwifery. Yeah, and we're at the midwife's house. Yes. And so we do see that. Uh, the horseman did not knock before entering. No, no. he be, Because um the mom and the dad are having a little bit, you know, parental, you know, cute pleasantries. I don't know, flirting, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> and so then we do have her trying to put the little kid to bed. But as she's trying to do it. The horseman fucking blows through that door and uh, we have daddy versus horseman, which yep. uh, daddy doesn't last that long. He doesn't. No. His head goes bye bye, rolls Ooh, right down. Pop right off. And, and she then... does uh, manage to get little baby boy Thomas, I think his name. Yes. Yeah. She called him Thomas into the floors underneath the floorboard. Yeah. Into the little basement. But mm-hmm. then the head horseman brings her husband's head to her. Yeah. And his little comes gifts. in and we're then kind of getting, we see her cowering in the corner, but this was a really cool shot that we get basically from the little boy's point of view. I also really like this scene throughout yeah. the whole movie because it's like, I remember watching this as a kid too and thinking like, how terrifying. Whoa, yeah, yeah, because she obviously gets her head chopped off and it rolls onto the floor. And the little boy sees his mom's eyes just looking, looking back at him. through the slat. And he's freaked out and he 
starts crawling. Because, of course, they're, like, open and wide open in yeah. fear, too. They're not, like, kind, loving eyes, like, looking through. They're It's terror. Yeah, and because her head got chopped off, it's, like, whatever her last expression was, that's, like, her face is stuck on that. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, that's whenever we do have the little boy underneath the floorboards and we think that the horseman is going to leave but this horseman is vicious because he comes, right i was like not the little kid yeah he starts going Even and though, chopping through the floor mind. and <laughs> i was like oh shit i was like fuck he he got the little kid too yep because he walks out with a little sack of heads i love how the little kid like just screams Santa. too ah! yeah um and that's whenever we do have a brom coming and i guess he thinks he's gonna try to save the day yeah he ends up d- shooting the horseman off of his horse yeah i love off. and what's the horse's Boom. name the, uh daredevil daredevil just like takes off and yeets like, okay bye out of there Every i'm man going for back himself. i'm going back home i'll yeah. see you later <laughs> yeah, so, if i'm walking literally and so that's whenever we do have uh a one-on-one between brom and the horseman um and then Brom is kind of losing and then but he manages to get away because the horseman is essentially like not even trying to kill him. Yeah, it's not you know? paying him any mind. Yeah. He's just basically like it's like swatting him. at a fly. Yeah. That's just bothering him. And he's like, get away. And then this was where I was like, okay, this horseman's only after specific people. people exactly. It's targeting. And, I mean, I kind of got that whenever he passed Ichabod up. Them up. Mm-hmm. But then I was like certain of it at this yeah. point too. And so even Itchy wa- like runs up to me he's like stop doing what you're doing because he's not even after, not you. after you and yeah. brahma's like i'm gonna get him and it just turns into like basically itchy then trying to help brahm and they're both trying to get him and it's it's it, eventually he just says we cannot win this yeah and we have to get the fuck out of here basically um but we do have them making their way all the way to like the bridge that mm-hmm. was there and they're like bridge. i so love cool. how they're looking and waiting and trying to see where he's at and you hear the footsteps of the horseman and, and he's like, on fucking up. top of them yeah and he comes down and he ends up stabbing itchy and just like throws him like nothing yeah he's just like bye you- and As if he's like throwing a little piece of chicken over his shoulder or something. And I don't one, know why you throw chicken over your shoulder. <laughs> like salt. Like yeah. Bad luck. yeah. Uh, but one of my favorite deaths um, is Brahms, Brahms' death because he just like just gets <laughs> ripped, yeah. like cut in half. But like you see his body parts like, just like twist. twist. Yeah. Uh, it's so Spiral good. Spiral away And from you see the another. blood. Yeah. It's so... But it's all from kind of far away. Yeah. And like in the darkness somewhat... of night. Yeah. It's just the mm-hmm. silhouette basically. Yeah. It's so cool. Which was um, really cool. And I, uh, I guess at this point Itchy passes out again. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did so. get stabbed. He did get stabbed. We'll, we'll give it to him. Uh, but you know he wakes up and we do have the doctors saying like you know the way he was cut it's like minimal blood and there were no arteries cut. He won't even need stitches. Like he's yeah. very lucky. This wound is really a good wound yeah. to have if you're yeah. gonna have one basically and we do have katrina performing like potion and spell to try to make something to mend him yeah um, and he's also like he kind of wakes up like in gibberish like he's like yeah you know his victim is controlled by someone who took his skull and it's and then like suspicious glances are shared between the doctor the and, reverend mm-hmm. and the doctor yeah, yeah. and um, they're like mm. And yeah. I was like, at that point, I was like, okay, these motherfuckers are 1,000% in on it. Yes. Yeah. And so we do have him trying to tell them all of this. And, of course, they're just like, here, drink this medicine. And it ends up putting him back into a sleep-induced kind of, you know, state. Dream and state. 
ends up getting more flashbacks of this like all white church, the red room, as you said. Mm -hmm. And he starts to see the dude from the flashbacks walking towards him. And I love how when he, we get the backside of him, it looks like the fucking horseman. Yeah. Yeah. The headless horseman. Yeah. Because of the way his little cape goes up. Yeah. And so, um, basically, I mean, it is kind of similar circumstances mm -hmm. where something is coming after the person that he loves Mm -hmm. as we find out that he later does love Katrina and it does end up coming for him too. Like, and it's like all of this that he's going through, he's bringing up the repressed trauma that he had from when he was a child, you know? Um, and and it's a beast he has to face. mm -hmm, Exactly. And he ends up going into this torture chamber area looking in in search of his mother and he hears her calling out to him and when he thinks he finds her he kind of freaks out and he backs up and that's is how he gets the stabs on his hand because he yeah lands on a torture, torture device. device yeah yeah like chair a chair of like nails yeah basically and Spikes. Uh, we do unfortunately have the chamber opening up that held his mom and it's like what a way to go that's really sad because like yeah. just blood starts pouring out and her boss, her, it was a coffin sarcophagus that has nails on it. Yeah. So it just, she was basically like, what's, it is a like, definitely medieval torture device. Yeah, it was uh-huh, actually that used. used. Yeah. Uh, but like, she was just like a stabbed. tomato yeah. onion, just ice, like yep. the chopper. Yep. I don't know what it's the called. The chopper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, she was murdered by her father. By his father yeah because we do have him coming out and uh that's whenever he does um i love the description that he gave he yeah, was like my mother murdered. was a ch- oh sorry go for it oh you do it you okay. do it okay he just by saying that he was murdered by his father and saying that his father was a bible tyrant like holding a mask or hiding behind a mask of righteousness. Mm-hmm. I liked that word a yeah. lot. And, and I was his, like, wow. I love how he said his mother was a child of nature. Oh, yeah. That was his Instead way of describing of her as like a witch. She was a child a of witch. nature. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, that's what they are. White witch, green witch. There's so many <laughs> kinds of witches. Yeah. And uh, that's whenever. She definitely seemed to be a green witch. Yeah, for sure. And so she, Glinda the Good. And so he <laughs> also definitely um, is, he's sharing this with Miss Katrina as he's waking up. And, you know, he's talking about all this and he apologizes. He's like, you know, oh, I shouldn't be talking about this stuff because like, you know. Because he's talking about kisses oh, yeah, with that's her right. too. Yeah. And he was like, I speak of kisses and you've lost Brom. And she's like, I've shed my tears for Brom, but I am not heartbroken. I don't give a fuck. Glitter, she wants his dick. Yeah, and she says, do you think me wicked? And yeah. And he says, no. But then he says, perhaps there is a bit of witch in you. Yeah. And why do you say that? Because you've bewitched me. Mm-hmm. And so that's I whenever, love it, though. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. We, we, I think he is back asleep again or something because he ends up waking up and the stepmother is there now. And he's like, where's Katrina? And she's like, well, she's been here since like whatever. And now she's time for now her to her rest. Time to sleep. And then he's like also like, oh, like, why are you doing these things? You wouldn't think you'd be doing this. He's like, well, and she's like, well, all the servants or the servant girl, Sarah, has fled. Yeah. She is left in fear. Everybody's leaving in fear. And um, he is basically just like, oh, okay. And um, she ends up walking out. And I think that's whenever we do have the young Masbeth coming in and he starts connecting more dots. And he's like, I need to go see. This is where I finally got all of their names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's Dr. Lancaster, Reverend Steenwick, mm-hmm. Notary mm-hmm. Hardenbrook, and Magistrate Phillips. Yeah. He's like, all of these people had a part to play in this. And yeah. He's, there's a conspiracy here. Mm-hmm, he's got to figure it out because he starts writing it down. Um, and he starts noticing that out of everybody, Baltus Van Tassel is the person who would stand to gain the most. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
And he's so now basically the chief like citizen his, that mm-hmm. old Van Garrett is dead. Bless you. Scared it away. I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank <laughs> you. And so that's whenever he does end up, um, I think after he has that moment with um, finding, putting dots together, he walks in or he finds uh, Katrina in the room. Um, that's right. He finds Katrina in the room after he uh, was doing investigating. I don't even remember, but she's in there and at some, she's asking them questions and she already noticed like his journal. Of, like, oh, notes. well, first he goes to the magistrate. That's right. I'm or, like, no, some, not the magistrates, the notary, the notary. I'm like, I yeah. know I'm skipping something. Yeah. He yeah, goes yeah. to the notary and basically as they're in there, it's, it's such a cluttered room. Mm-hmm. Um, but then young Masbeth finds his dad's satchel mm-hmm. in there and he's basically like, why is this here? And then we kind of get the unraveling of the story. Yeah. Basically that Van Garrett made a new will just before he died because he, he got the widow up. window window widow windship. Pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah. And, and was he gonna had leave married her. And was going to leave everything to her and the new baby. Yeah. And then so they were pretty upset. Obviously his um, son was. Mm-hmm. And that's why they were arguing. And then that was why they called up Masbeth to mm-hmm. deliver this you know, new will to the notary notary to make it legal. Yeah. Um, And so um, that's whenever, uh, you know, the notary guy is also like, man, we're all going to like pay for what we've done. Like we we fucked up, you know, we we didn't know that this was a murdering, like, you know, a murdering plot. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's whenever we do have them getting back to the house and then, Katrina's in the room. Yes. And she's kind of being, she's being cryptic. Yeah. She's being cryptic. I miss you. Where have you been? It's your room. Was it wicked of me? Like, yeah. And I was like, "Mm." and well, Mm. and she does, she is kind of has, she does have reason to be cryptic because she did notice that his notes were basically pointing all the blame on her father. Yeah. And she's being very defensive. He wrote it in such a way that just seemed like he was making random notes. But then, yeah, whenever it was all said and done, it was an actual sentence. Yeah. It's saying Baltus like is the conspiracy conspirer basically. Mm-hmm. And so she ends up basically kind of giving him a little sass, little attitude, and she walks out. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever we do see that there's a spider in the room and he's squeamish once again and he tells the young Masbeth to kill it. But the And spider- he puts the evidence in plain sight. Yeah. Sorry, whenever he puts it away, I was like, Boy, that is a rookie mistake. Cause mm-hmm. she looks back just as he does it. And, and I'm like, yeah. Boy, he is gonna find that. And we also get mentioned that she thinks that her, she says that her father thinks he should return to New York, which oh, yeah, then right. of course makes him seem even more suspicious. And, yeah. and he's like, Ichabod's oh, he's mind. on to him. Yeah. yeah. And so that's whenever they do have um, them lifting up the bed because something's underneath there and they see that there is quote unquote an evil eye. Or what which, they think is an evil yeah, eye. Which young Masbeth totally It's all because young Masbeth says Yeah, fucking it. dummy. Mm-hmm. God. And so that's whenever they do think like shit someone's like plotting against us someone Mm -hmm. is trying to you know conspire against us and of course he's already thinking katrina and we do have um them seeing someone sneak out of the house at this point yeah and so they go to follow not being super discreet about it not at all very (laughs) close yeah but he follows and who do they end up finding caitlin lady van tassel lady van tassel kind of rail getting tasseled getting tasseled yeah yep getting She's her getting tasseled, fucking tasseled. Railed, you're right yeah and then um then she like pulls out her hand and a knife and you think oh shit she felt to like stab, stab this him? motherfucker yeah 
but then she cuts her hand open and then just like wipes the blood on him. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if this was the like, way that she, she cursed controlling people. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like if she put her blood on someone, they would be the next mark. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Yeah. But we saw later that that's not necessarily the case. True. Yeah. And she says that lust delivered him to her. But it could also be just a type of spell that she was doing on him. That's true. Because we did know that like she he was. He did seem to be under. I mean, she was, she was hot. Yeah. She was attractive. Uh, we, we do see though that she does all types of things, like she, magic and non-magical ways of like yeah. blackmailing people. Like yeah, she was very... everything. Like she had, she did her, she did what she needed to do uh, yeah. to orchestrate everything in which she needed to have it go. Very in well her way, mm-hmm. thought out, yeah. and nobody everything. would suspect her. Nope, nope. Yep. And so we do have, and you know what? She almost got away with it too. If and it wasn't and for them, the, damn kids and meddling, yeah, or the damn the, dog. If it wasn't for you kids and your meddling dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But she almost got away with it. But because also too, like this is a, like a, her, like 20 years in the making plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's been thinking about this ever since they got kicked out. Very long time. Yeah. Yeah. And so we do have um, him like obviously seeing her and all this. And he's like, kind of like, whoa, that's weird. But it kind of, (laughs) yeah, we do. It turns up being the next day. And that's whenever we do have, um, him finding uh Miss Katrina and the burning, evidence is burning gone. burning his yeah. evidence exactly all of his um uh papers and journals and stuff and so that's whenever she's kind of just be basically being like I cursed the day that you came here because like you're supposed to love me but like you're uh, you're accusing, my, accusing my dad and if you loved me you wouldn't do that and you would see that he's a good man and if you truly knew him you wouldn't have such thoughts about him and stuff like yeah. that and he's like saying but if there's guilt i cannot alter it yeah he's like my like, reason points here no matter how much i want to and and then basically she's and the line i think you have no heart and i had half a mind to give you mine mm-hmm. i was like lol i cursed the day you came here ichabod crane to sleepy hollow and so we do have them having this little altercation but the next day or some point in the day he's talking to the stepmom and he's basically saying like you know where's katrina and she's like she has n- she wants nothing to do with you she, she will did not, not speak you. to you yeah and they're having their conversation but right before he leaves excuse me he uh does she says to him Itchy, you've been so rude. You've seen my cut, but yet you've not asked about it at all. In fact, you've done everything in your power to avoid asking about it or even mm-hmm. looking at it. And she's like, I know you've seen me. I know you watched me. Have don't sex. tell my husband. Yeah. She's like, please don't tell him. And Q. Baltus walking Baltus. in. Yeah, <laughs> Of course, as one would. And that's whenever he does notice her cut. And that's whenever she's like, it's okay. I'll get some flowers later. I know where some are yeah. to help heal it. And... That's whenever we do cut to obviously them going. He's helping her to get some flowers and he's trying to hurry up. He mentioned everyone too that like they were going to have a meeting because Haddenbrook is dead. Mm -hmm. Oh, the the guy killed himself. Yeah. Yeah, The notary hanged himself. And then basically that there's going to be kind of like a everyone meet and we're going to burn. Or an Ichabod at the stake basically Mm -hmm. because it's causing like. Stuff. If anything, it's gotten worse since, since he's he came. Come. Yeah. yeah. And so that's whenever we do have um, 
him with her and he's trying to hurry her like hey we got to get to this meeting and when he's doing that we do have the horseman coming up Mm -hmm. and it seems as though she is meeting her maker she's gonna die but we don't see it because he ends up going off everybody's getting into the church and he's like coming on his horse and he's yelling for Katrina and he's like the horseman has killed your stepmother your stepmother is dead and so they're all freaking out we hear the horseman coming from behind him and they're all trying to get into the church and they do get into the church in time because um the horseman i guess because he's evil can't cross the church line yeah the it's sacred ground yeah. mm-hmm. so he can't come in and mm-hmm. um basically everyone's in there and it's chaos fucking yeah everyone's just panicking and the reverend immediately tries to get baltus up he's like is, is it you he wants get out there you'll kill us all yeah <laughs> i love it i was like damn son and uh this is one of my also, I think this is my favorite. I don't know. There's so many scenes in this movie that I really like, but this whole scene of them being in the church and then like, you know, they're trying to shoot the horseman from inside, from the out, from the inside, on the outside, and then Itchy is just seeing all this happening. He's trying to tell them like he cannot he come inside, come in. like it's sacred ground. But yet they're all turning on each other. And at this point, the doctor starts confessing, and I love how he's just like, "Your four friends have conspired against you and yeah. played you like a fool," like. And before he can even say anything, though, the we reverend. have the reverend then killing, grabs a the big doctor, old cross and then just thump, bumps him on the head. Right on and the at head. the same time, he starts to come after ba- Baltus, but then Baltus shoots him, and his little powdered wig knocks off, and mm-hmm. we realize that that's who was fucking the lady, yeah, Van Tassel, yeah, because he had that same like kind of orangish long hair, mm-hmm. yep, that that guy had, and so that's whenever we do have. All of this happening, of course, Fantasel is like, whoa, didn't mean to do that, but I did do that. And then he's like trying to tell everybody to stay away from him. And he's saying there is a conspiracy against me and I will get to the bottom of it. And as soon as he gets to the top of where the, like the altar is. The pulpit thing. Yeah, we get a, a stake through the heart. Yep, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. And I was like, what a this horseman is, he's very... Creative. He is creative. Yeah. Uh, resourceful. Resourceful. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Thank you. And, oh, and I, I guess I forgot to mention throughout the chaos of it, fucking K- Katrina in the middle of a church was just riding the damn spell. On the yeah, floor. she was just drawing <laughs> she away. Gave no fucks. Yep. She was like, "Ooh, got to draw now." Yeah. Sent by the power <laughs> of Jesus and Satan. And Satan combined. Literally. <laughs> and so she gets up there just in time, or well, they well, he gets basically pierced, and yes. then. Like, I love how he gets yanked out of the building. Yeah, that like, was just really cool. Yeet. And then do, 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 yeah. across the ground. Too. Drag across the ground all the way across the cemetery. Until Or just graveyard, actually. Head. My bad. Yeah. Because graveyards are Attached next to churches. To churches. Yes, we learned that. And so, yeah, and he gets his head cut off. Yep. It gets, I love how, too, he just brings him right to the line mm-hmm. to where his sword can actually touch. And mm-hmm. just his head comes out and then he chops Very it right off. Very guillotine almost like. Yep. And uh, we do have Katrina coming right up to the top of the pulpit and coming up with the G and she ends up passing out. Of course. And it's such a beautiful scene because she just has this oh, little chalk in yes, her hand. Yes, it was. This was a and cool like scene. And like the scene of like it's showing her body and then it's showing the doctor and then it's showing the reverend and they have the blood, like one from the head, one from the heart and then like the cross. Yeah. And then like it just leads up to the big old the spell. evil eye evil spell eye, in the yeah. middle of the church. It's really cool. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. That was a really beautiful scene. The chalk spell. Chalk spell. Dun, 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 dun. Chalk zone. Rudy to booty. Rudy uh, to booty. Um, and at this um, point, 
he thinks Katrina did all of this. Yep. Like he believes that she was possessed by some evil spirit he and it was making her, her do it because of the evil eye and like it going like and leading through all the people and then like not killing her, but killing her dad. And so at this point he's kind of talked it all to that and he's getting ready to leave. Yep. And he's confronted by Masbeth, who's like, so you really think also, Katrina sorry, did the it. room she was sleeping in. Mm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Loved it. I yes. want to sleep in that room. That bed looked really cozy. Mm. No one else can fit in it with you. (laughs) It was like a single wide bed. But But just enough. It looked nice and cozy. It was like in, it looked like a sleigh bed almost. Mm -hmm. Like it was like in, in it. I I liked it. it. We should uh, see if we can visit that house. Yes. The set. Recreate it. Um, And so that's whenever we do have um, him being confronted by young Masbeth and he's, Basically, young Masbeth doesn't think Katrina did it because he's like, she's too sweet. She's too kind. Like, she would never do anything like this. And she's just like, everything points to Katrina and that's it. And but clearly he still loved her because he kept yeah. the spell book. He didn't yeah. He didn't decide yeah. to burn it. Well, and he's also not like deciding to say anything or turn her in. He's like, you and I will never tell anybody. We know who yeah, did it. But this utter is, that. This is it. And so he ends up leaving. And, oh, and I loved I loved the line whenever he says, it's just reason. And then. Masbeth says you're bewitched by reason he says no I am beaten down by it mm-hmm. I was like Damn. sad yeah Damn. and uh, ends up leaving just in time for Katrina to wake up and see him leaving um, oh and the villainy wears many masks sorry I, I, I apparently really liked all of the lines he said here because I wrote them all, <laughs> all down. down but he says villainy wears many masks none so dangerous as the mask of virtue mm. and whenever he was in there talking to Katrina too beforehand he says he says something about the spared for a lifetime of horrors in my sleep, waking each day to grief and stuff. I was like, mm. damn, this man's like a little fucking poet. Yeah. Well, the whole movie, here. like we said, Jane Austen yeah, is the, very eloquently written. It, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. And uh, as he's in his little bucky and he's leaving, he starts to do a little flippy bird thing. And at this point, you can tell that he's kind of thinking over everything that has been happening, kind of like trying to connect even more dots or basically He's also like you. He said he's be, he's beaten down, so he's kind of bummed. Yeah. Uh, but as he's leaving town, he does see that they're carrying the stepmom's body, like from the mor- to the morgue, and he notices that something's funny with, with like her, her hand. cut hand, yeah. and so he's like, "Wait a minute, Wicca, what?" And he at this point as well pulls out the book that he had from Katrina, and he looks up the spell that was being used uh, that he thought was the evil eye, but apparently the whole time it was a protection spell yep. for the ones that you love against evil spirits, mm-hmm. so, which is exactly what he yeah. needed. And what really kept him alive the entire time, even when he got that like stab and stuff from the sword, that's mm-hmm. probably what was keeping him alive. Yeah, definitely. And so he ends up then going to the morgue, busting in, and he's like checking the body of the stepmom, and he's like, "This cut is too fresh." Like when or, this ma- or when sorry, this cut not, was made. Yeah, yeah, the woman was dead because there's no clotting, there's yeah. no healing. blood flow, there's yeah. no healing. The woman None was already it. dead. Yeah, she was already yeah. dead. So he's like, "This is not the stepmother," and so that's whenever. We do simultaneously see the stepmom showing up at Katrina yep. to Katrina. And, and she's we're like, like oh, you look like you've seen a ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when she comes in. It's she's so, very like, catty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm good at the, her little performance. The watch your head. Yeah. Line too. Such a good line. <laughs> I wrote that down too. But Crazy, she yeah. basically ends up knocking Katrina out. Katrina. Katrina out. Katrina. And takes her to uh, the windmill. Um, yes. 
<laughs> Hurricane Katrina, more like Hurricane, Hurricane Tortilla. Tortilla. And so we do R.I.P. Vine. And so we do have um, her performing the spell, essentially. And we see the process of how she calls the horseman. And she's saying, now it's time for you to come for Katrina. Yep. She wants to get rid of Katrina. Cuts yeah. off a little lock of her hair. Mm -hmm. And then basically says we have a head for a head and come for Katrina. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then this is where we get our ever so classic villain monologue villain monologue yep. yeah telling the whole plan behind yeah. everything explaining everything to us because uh katrina wakes up and she ends up being and obviously she's like why you like why are you doing this and she's like well my family name was archer mm -hmm. yep and we used to live in a small little college cottage not too far from here my father my sister and my mother and my father died. And even though he worked so hard and never faltered to make his payment, we were evicted. Nobody would take us in because my mother was, um, what's the word? Uh, when you a were witch. accused, accused of yes. being a witch. Um, it, I mean, she was a being a witch, but yeah, she was accused of being a witch and nobody would take us in. So we had to live in the woods, but she taught us well. Mm -hmm. uh, but only a year in to us living in the woods and she died. Yep. So it was just left to us to fend for ourselves basically. And then when she met the Hessian, he came into the woods and she decided to sell her soul when they saw, when she saw him getting murdered and basically made a deal that if he could avenge her, she would basically bring him back to life. Yep. Yeah. And of course she was the little girl who snapped the twig. Yeah. Too. Mm -hmm. I was like, it would be you, Out bitch. Of <laughs> yeah. And so she basically orchestrated everything by like making, embedding herself in the household as her mom's nurse and then killing her mom and then getting, marrying her dad. And then she ended up killing the baby that was, you know, with the widow and the, Van Garrett's because essentially she's killing all the people in the line that are ahead of her to get this big old fortune. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah, from the Van Garrett. The because Van Garrett supposed to be, fortune mm -hmm. would eventually go to the Van. Van Tassels. Van Tassels, And yeah. Katrina is what's standing in the way of her getting it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then the midwife knew a secret. Yeah. Which was why she had to die. But of course she said it right in front of her husband. What a goose. I love how sadistic she is. Yeah. She's just like anybody who what knew had goose. to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he had to die too. And she says, this is where she said, Lust delivered the reverend to me. She blackmailed the doctor. The, the doctor. Yeah. Because he was sleeping with servant Sarah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then she said, and even my poor sister died just mm -hmm. a few days ago killed her sister who we find out was the witch that they visited and she yeah. says for helping you and your master because uh, she i guess has eyes on the back of her head as well yeah and so she's like you're just in time to lose your head yep um and so that's whenever she masbeth snuck up on her yeah, guys yeah yeah masbeth came in to some come save the day and so that's what he does later and so that's he whenever does. um we have everybody together at the windmill now. We have Itchy, we have Katrina and Maz, young Masbeth, and the horseman is coming. And this is when we get <laughs> Miss Lady saying, watch your head as yep. they're inside. It gave very, like, uh, Winnie from Hocus Pocus. Oh, yes. Like that type of vibe. Yeah. Very sassy. Definitely. And It also reminds me of the movie Stardust. Mm, I've never seen that. Oh, I don't know what that so is. so good. What is that? You should watch it. It's a very, um, it deals with witches and stuff like that, too. Uh -uh. But the, she's very kind of witty mm. as well and very just like. Punny? She only cares about, which was very much like 
Winifred as well. And she basically, yes, they're chasing youth Mm. and there's three sisters. And Mm. so then it's, it's very much like Hocus Pocus, but like kind of elevated and more magical. It like almost meets Treasure Planet, Stardust has a beautiful soundtrack as well. No. Oh, okay. The, a lot of our um, music in our fall show for Mm. my students had music from Stardust actually. It's a great movie. You should watch it. I think it's on Netflix. And they end up getting in through the windmill and they're going to climb up because apparently, you know, why not climb up to having no other exit, but we're going to climb up. Yeah. And so um, they do get up at this point. Um, the horseman almost kind of kills him because he just like catches onto this one rope and gets pulled all the way up. Yeah. He but like he lassos basically one of the cogs. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then just gets yanked. Uh, yanked right up but uh itchy is able to get the other two up and he is able to also get the horseman tangled up into the ropes itself yeah as he goes up to the top and as he instructs uh katrina and young masbeth to jump onto the cells of the windmill he sets it all ablaze all ablaze literally and uh they're able to get all the way to the bottom which i think is pretty cool jumping on the cells yeah that was and fun. then the whole place just goes boom explodes yeah. but of course the fucking horseman isn't dead because he was already dead already dead yep. which is already a big problem so of course he comes up and there's a big old chasing with them mm-hmm. being in the horse and the buckies and katrina's at the reins and itchy's doing everything in, in his power to try to like be a hero at this point yeah but he's not the best fighter in the world no and a lot of like things happen because of just like the buggies like bouncing the fuck around and then and like you know, tree log, branches and yeah. stuff because even itchy like gets himself knocked onto the horseman's horse at one point to yeah. daredevil um and then so, he like gets on and the horseman's <laughs> hanging on to the carriage because he also like simultaneously as he off. gets knocked down yeah. he kind of knocks the horseman down they're both kind of at this point like very clumsy <laughs> very clumsy scene yeah but and they're just i love like, when he jumped onto him yeah like from the horse itself and then just and then like, was back on the buggy yeah, yeah. and that cracked me up. there's a lot of horseman just narrowly narrowly missing itchy yes. and barely ki- almost almost killing him. him but they all decide to jump off the buggy kind of like in the beginning of the movie kind yes. of calls back but and they're smart and jump onto the horses yeah of course the father was inside the carriage he couldn't do that yeah but yeah they jump onto the horses which was pretty cool how they both were like okay leap <laughs> and then that's whenever itchy jumps onto like the little uh, what's that thing that holds that to the buggy um no clue the middle part the hitch Hitch. Yeah. yeah kind yeah, of like the a hitch, little trailer. Like hitch. a trailer hitch. Yeah. yeah. And he's just kind of getting drunk along. And then, bam, we have the buggy just crashing and, and it, it falling, the toppling over. Yeah. And, and it topples over him, crushes him. Mm-hmm. And then they all conveniently meet up at the tree of death. Yeah. We're there. Because, and obviously the horseman like breaks free, like gets out from under it because he's already dead and he's super strong. Yeah. Um, but we do have them. Including Lady Van Tassel. Mm-hmm. She's also. Oh yeah. Just miraculously at the tree of death. Yeah. Well, she was gone. She left immediately. Like That's I true. feel like once the horseman went inside, she was like, okay, now I can go put the head back. So I think she was I'm going that the way, but That's then true. they all showed up. And so there's a fight that ensues, um, on, uh, between the stepmom and um ichabod ichabod yep she shoots him she shoots him yeah (laughs) because that's because katrina was just running away at this point or trying to like get on her horse and get away and that's whenever we do have him falling down but he doesn't 
die because he was protected by the book yep. that Katrina gave him. It saved him. Yeah. Yay. And so just as we think that, you know, Katrina is going to die because this. She's got her like by the head and she's yelling, come and get her, come and get her. Yeah. To the <laughs> horseman. He ends up knocking the stepmom off of he the He just like jumps horse. on her. Yeah. And the they, they have this kind of scarfuffle over trying to get the skull. But just as she's almost getting it. Young Masbeth comes and knocks her out with the fucking log. Yep, he's just like mm-hmm. it, kind of like in us. Yeah, with the the amethyst mm-hmm. stone. Yeah, just knocks her out, and then that's whenever we do have Itchy grabbing the skull, tossing it to the horseman, and he's just basically like, "Here, this is yours. You're done. Like you have what you want." Um, and he ends up growing his head back. Which was the Hessian, which was cool, uh, cool until the blah yeah. part. Um, <laughs> then I just giggled. <laughs> but it was pretty cool to see like the bones and everything growing back. Yeah, um, it was. And that's whenever we do have him back to his fleshy self. And he's looking rather dangerous. And then that's when he sees Lady Van Tassel and he mm-hmm. picks her up, puts him on the horse with her. And yeah, she wakes up out of her like uh, stupor. Slum, stupor, yeah, of getting knocked out. And she's like, oh, I, this is kind of, yeah, can't be her reaction because she's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he ends up biting her like tongue out or yeah, mouth or whatever. Just biting her face or something. When he's kissing her. And uh, rides off with her back into the tree. Back into the tree. I love how her hand just kind of, arm just sticks out. And yeah. And we see her slowly dying like that. And it almost looks like, like she's inviting them mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. And come in, you come too. Yeah, yeah, Kind of thing. And then this is where Ichabod faints. Passes out. Yet again. Yeah. And then we pass, we flash to the carriage taking them back. And I like how there's color back in the world now. Mm-hmm. It's not as gray Gray and pallid and Mm -hmm. they all have a little bit of like rosiness to their cheeks and the the trees are such a bright, vibrant, like red and orange Mm -hmm. and stuff. It looks like an actual fall. I liked it. But as they pull up, he says, just in time for a new century. Yeah, just in time. (laughs) And they're in New York City. And basically the film ends on just panning out of them walking into the new century, their new life. And they're all living together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He basically marries her. And I guess the Bronx is up, the battery's down, and home is this way. You'll get your bearings soon, young Masbeth. And that is 1999 Sleepy Hollow. Yes, it is. Um, What a fun one. I do really. Yeah, it was very fun. It's like I said, very whimsical, even though at times I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a horror movie. I have to remind myself because it kind of. It very much plays more on the fantastical side of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, and it's a I really one like that's it. good for all family, mm, like a family mm-hmm. or someone who's like doesn't like things that are super scary or super gory. Yeah, or like uh, demony. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I if uh, how many booths? I would give it a four point five. Four point five. Yeah, because I I grew up really liking it. I always like had a thing for. Um, no No. not johnny depp no not even i think it was just more so like um i remember we had this movie on dvd and Mm. like it was just one of those like for some reason i think i traded my sister spider-man for this one or something like that at one point and i just had it in my own like these are my personal i had like 12 of them yeah so like it was like these are just movies that would get played and so like that one like i would even put it on but still maybe not even watch it all the way sometimes because it would be kind of scary for me when i was yeah oh Mm -hmm. that's fun that's sweet um but like i would torture myself yeah um but yeah i really just like 
the whole story. And I like I think I like the who done it. Mm-hmm. And I like I think as a kid too, I was very much like um like a little gay boy. Like I love witches. I love magic. Yeah. I love like all those kind of fantastical things. So like having the whole storyline of like the witch and the, all that stuff going and the potions and like it it was really cool. Yeah. I liked it. I, I thought it was agree. really well told as well. And the um I guess even the campiness, I never I guess I never really thought about it until watching this time. Like I'll enjoy the level of camp that's camp. in it. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's a good amount. Equally balanced, yeah. Yeah, it's not too over the top, but it's not to the point where I'm like, okay, like, come on. It's not yeah. too jokey-jokey, but, because it's not ever really jokey-jokey. It's just that, like, because we also know, like, we're living in, even when it got filmed in 1909, like, there's a lot of jokes on, like, how, like, how they used to do things now. Yeah. We know, we know now, like, that's completely idiotic or stupid or whatever. Yeah. And, like, yeah. But, um... Did you ever watch the television series Sleepy Hollow? Uh-uh. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. I watched that. I liked it. I didn't even and, know there well, was Well, it was good in my television opinion. Series. Yeah. It's I would recommend it. It's worth the watch. Mm. Um the Ichabod is rather attractive. Mm. Yes. Um but okay, so well, 4.5. What's your rating? I think I would give it a 3.5. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it overall. Um yeah. it's of course one of those movies that's not actually scary to me um speak for yourself what you did (laughs) but over like the storyline was wonderful Mm -hmm. it's a classic you know it's such a cool and interesting story i love the lore and everything behind the headless horseman it's really neat and i love the way that there were really no loose ends everything was really nice nicely like tied up with a little Mm -hmm. bow a little nice little finish and everything like even the midwife part because i'm like thinking like at one yeah, point like, like why, why the fuck did even? she get killed and she's just like she fucking knew she too much she yep. fucking knew too much knew too much yeah. and she said shit right in front of her husband so yeah. he had to go too yeah i don't really understand why the kid had to go but maybe she just didn't want another orphan in the world yeah so she just offed him too well it was just the whole family the whole bloodline she had to wipe it out yeah mm-hmm. i guess so and but and then the acting was great I Everybody, thought, yeah, yeah, there was not a single person weak, in there. Weak. No, no, even all... young Masbeth. Yeah, no, like, he did a great job. He kind of led. Yeah, <laughs> he did. ate, yeah, left he, no crumbs. He did. I really like Christ- Katrina too, Christina Ricci. Yeah, like, she did a great job, and obviously Johnny Depp. Like he did a, he's a pretty, his he's character a phenomenal was actor. so funny. Yeah, I love. Okay, I changed it to three point seven five. Um, <laughs> I just I liked how like <laughs> he was so quirky. Yeah, that's very funny. true. And yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, and it was such a cool. His character role had a lot of in. depth to it, especially because we also got like those flashbacks, so we yeah. got to see like his kind of stakes and his personal journey through what's even through happening. what's happening. Yeah. yeah, it really gave and fleshed out his character for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, and then it beautifully shot Tim Burton doing anything. One is, of my favorite scenes. Okay, maybe um, I change it to a four. One of my be- <laughs> one of the favorite like like I, I, I won't fight answer. you. I won't fight you on it because I also really love that scene of when his mom is like flying in the woods. Yeah, it's just so it's cool. Such a beautiful just like, with her little yeah, skirt, uh-huh. all you can see. Yeah, I was really worried it was going to transition to her hanging. Oh no! Oh yeah, that would have been really sick. Yeah, sinister. Uh, grim but no i think for a story that could easily be turned into like this really gruesome like horror like they could have easily if tim burton didn't direct this if someone this else could have did, been really like a nasty horror movie like really scary really like gory slasher, slasher really dark but it's like 
it's told so through cute. Tim Burton's lens that yeah, it's got this like really nice little filter through it yeah. that keeps it. Um, I don't want to say Disney, but like whimsical, like yeah. I've been saying the whole time. Very Just, family friendly mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. For to an extent, I mean, yeah. obviously, this will still scare some children. I think kids who aren't Caitlin Klein would be scared. True. Yeah, that's true. So most yeah. kids, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, most kids, because I'm the only one. <laughs> but but I feel like overall, what carries it as well is just how it was uh, written. Screenplay. Yeah, the, because the ri- writing was phenomenal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even through the original of like the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, it only goes so far. Like the whole family bloodline, all this stuff. Like this was written and fleshed out by like the screenwriters and all yeah. that stuff. Because the original tell just goes up, I believe, to the part where he gets pranked by. Uh, brahm mm-hmm. and the people with like the fake horsemen type of situation oh, yeah, yeah yeah fun um but yeah yeah really That's good it. film overall so we've got basically a 4.25 4.25 yeah for sleepy hollow i love it and like always we are in the lovely rug media network studios that's right they always take great care of us and you can listen to us or any of the other amazing podcasts that they have at rugmedianetwork.com. That's right. And then if you'd like to listen on a slew of other podcasting platforms, we are also there. The biggest two being Spoofy and also Apple. Apple. But wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. That's right. Because that is the only way we can get ahead in this world. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to reach out to us, let us know Please your do. thoughts on Sleepy Hollow or how you what your favorite horror film is or anything your favorite Tim Burton film I'd be curious just to know that as well mm-hmm. doesn't have to be horror related it could be Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yeah. or Willy Wonka and Willy the Wonka my bad yeah yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah you can reach out and that is on our one social media platform which is Instagram at Boobays Podcast and that's B O O B A E S podcast because we're your Boobays not your Boo Babes that's right and until next time you guys bye bays bye bays This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.